him and I'm going mad today. Hey, hey, fellas are just as bad, I'll say. Go anywhere, just stand and stare. You'll say they're bucks when you look at the clothes they wear. Masculine women, feminine men, which is a rooster, which is a hen. It's hard to tell them apart today and say, Sister is busy learning to shave, brother just loves his permanent wave. It's hard to tell them apart today, hey, hey. Girls were girls and boys were boys when I was the top. Now we don't know who is who or even what's what. Stickers and trousers, baggy and wide, nobody knows who's walking inside. Those masculine women and feminine men. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to No Boundaries Podcast, where facts are facts and opinions hurt people's feelings. Please remember to subscribe, rate, and review us on the Apple Podcast app, on iTunes, on Spotify, on SoundCloud, on Google Play, on Amazon Music. Uh, any other place that you can find us, subscribe to that shit, too. Better tell them. Better tell them. That's Welly. I'm Jay. You know the vibes. Oh, I was thinking that we should take a poll and see what name I should go by for the foreseeable future. Because like I told you, the, the Shamble God has returned. Uh, and the Shambles was a great one. People, I, people, people really don't give me much for Tracksuit Javito. And that's kind of my favorite. I went to I mean, Vegas. I, I thought I was going to be Lucky Lefty. And that didn't turn out like I thought it was going to be. It didn't stick. It didn't Did, stick. didn't uh. stick. I mean, I've updated you in my phone as the shamble god again. So, I mean, that's that's who you are. It's it's in your it's in your DNA, bro. I mean, at this point, that's kind of something you gotta accept. But uh, I forget that you're left-handed sometimes. But uh, speaking of Vegas, I mean, do do you think that that's gonna be a destination site? For people trying for party goers in the near future, or it's going to be a struggle for them to get back to that, to that vibe, uh, you know, that they were at, you know, before 2020. To me personally, with little to no knowledge of COVID, I think it's fall at the earliest where you get the authentic Vegas feel of being able to interact with people go to clubs i don't i I, honestly a lot of the restaurants that are closed probably aren't going to come back because if you close you close because you couldn't make it and you probably aren't going to be able to just pop back up and start making it out of the blue so like it was different because like the people were there and everything but then you know you're in the casino and there's these plexiglass dividers between all the the tables and stuff like that and then fucking mall cop ass security walking around and they're saying, hey, I need you to lift your mask up and put it down each time you take a drink. So in between drinks, you need to lift your mask up and down. And I was like, that's just dumb. That is that is the dumbest thing ever. But, hey. Yeah, I, I don't want to be in that Vegas. type of environment. That's, when, when, you, when, you go, when you go on vacation, you kind of want, even in a place like Vegas, you kind of just want to let loose and be comfortable 
and at peace at the same time. As crazy as it sounds with all the neon lights and stuff, you still kind of just want to be able to move at your own pace, not constantly having somebody dictate your every move. And that's that's what automatically just disqualified Vegas for me because, like, you're the second person that said that, you know, and I tell people straight up, like, I think Vegas has disgusting food, but there are there's there are a few restaurants there that people go to. But all in all, Vegas has disgusting food. So I've never really I, I forgot that the buffet factor was gonna be a, a deadly blow to their scene because it's pivotal. Like that's what they have. This just the buffet for a bunch of drunk people. I mean, what about when you're hitting when you're hitting at the slots or or hitting at the uh, hitting at the tables? Do they bring you drinks? Yeah, they still they still bring you drinks. And the thing about the slots is, if they're in a row, they'll like block off every other machine. So be like, hey, don't sit, this machine's off due to social distancing, or whatever like that. And but they they still come through, bring you drinks. And some and the place we were at, we were staying at the Venetian, well the Palazzo. And they had they actually had lids on their drinks, so they were bringing you drinks with lids on them, and you know a fresh straw every time. Damn! So they have twenty five to fifty percent of their slot machines just going to waste, not accumulating any money. Basically, Bruh. and that's and and I, and when I sat there and I thought about it, I was like, okay, this is why people aren't winning because they have no money to give you. Yeah, the odds are less now. Yeah, <laughs> like. You're going to Vegas. You're literally going to Vegas now just to lose. Yeah, you're like, going to make a donation. Yeah, yeah. I mean, dog, Vegas to me was already expensive. Like, from a standpoint of just like, when you're just trying to go around and enjoy Vegas, that shit, that adds up when you're, when you're just moving around Vegas trying to enjoy yourself. And I'm sitting here thinking to myself, what is going to come of that if this goes on for another year, bro? Like, Vegas is going to be expensive to enjoy. Like, you've seen the article I sent you about New York, how basically rent is getting cheaper in New York. And, you know, it is because people are moving out. And there's no money coming into these buildings. And, you know, and these, these, um, these media outlets are like, hey, you know, New York is looking... New York is looking like the place to be. No, it's not. Like, <laughs> no, it's not. You ain't finna trap me. You ain't finna get me. You ain't finna get me going to New York thinking it's cheap. And then a year later, inflation. I ain't dumb. Well, I'm not dumb. You might get those other people that want to get that get to that New York lifestyle. I ain't. It's dumb. like it's like those small towns that pay you to come live there. Like, oh, we'll give you ten million. I mean, ten million. Well, ten thousand dollars or something to come live here or something. Or or we'll give you so much free rent or something like that to to kind of entice people to come live into in those areas and boost their economy here's here's new york's way of doing it. it's like okay here's here's some cheaper rent for 12 months or 24 months but you know as soon as you know things become under control so to speak you know that shit going right back up of course i mean right now i'm gonna be honest with you that last year of uh, that 2020, you know, from a basic economic standpoint, it doesn't matter, you know, what side you want to blame because, you know, at, we all know that it's, you know, two wings, same bird. 
the way the economy was dismantled in really about 90 days was pretty amazing when you think about the fact that like there are so many businesses out there and like I'm glad you got to see Vegas because I kept telling myself like there's different aspects of like why I know Vegas is hurting but I didn't even think about the slot machines being blocked off I didn't even think about the buffets like when you're talking about 50% of their revenue stream right there and I mean think about how much money they had to pour into getting these useless plexiglasses like those plexiglasses are useless and deba- it's debatable, but they're just as useless as a mask. I mean, that it's debatable, but all that money you had to pour into that just to, like, CDC literally has this country by the balls. Like, <laughs> literally. And I'm just like, dang, like, are they going to give us, are they going to give those businesses any money back for this natural disaster? Because it's not these businesses' fault that COVID-19 came out of nowhere and the decision was to lock down. And you give them a loan. Not not money, but a loan. And and you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm to the point where I get really annoyed with this subject. But it's like, you give them a loan, then you have to fight for them to give that money back. Here's a, oh, here's a $1.9 trillion bailout package or something like that and it's like my nigga this is money i paid into the system like i gave you this money now as far as hotels i don't know how they teeter on those big corporations who are getting those mad tax breaks like amazon and shit get but just as far as like man all these taxes that i pay i can't get a stimmy but i pay taxes how am i so un-american i can't get a stimmy but I, i i still pay the taxes Don't get me started. Nah, it's, it's early in the show. We, let's get started. Look, taxation is theft. Bottom line. You are taxed for things that you are... The, they take the money from you, and it, it most people can't even account for where 99% of their money is going to. Like, understand that in this what do they call it, the Rescue Act, that in this STEMI package that's coming out, do you understand the amount of money that public education is getting? That bothered me because I'm sitting here thinking to myself, well, property tax is still funding these schools. And you're sitting here telling me that a school needs to be bailed out when in the last year... They weren't even occupying their buildings, and they pretty much lent out laptops that they already had. Like, why is public education, why is the public education getting money that they don't need? And if you look at the, if you really look at the, um, at the way it's written, it looks like a lot of this, the money that they're getting, they're really not going to need for another couple of years. So it's like, and then when you look at the package, bro, Less than 10% of it is going to anything COVID-related. Like, what are we doing here? Why is why is them near 80% of this bill have nothing to do with COVID vaccine or COVID in general? What's going on, bro? 
let, let, let me let me dangle the, the the ball in front of you so you know you'll pay attention and and I do all this shit behind your back like like man we ain't new to this we true to this so at the end of the day we've been told y'all we've been new you know hey and the people that get the stimmy enjoy it you know whatever <laughs> but <laughs> but but you gotta understand that that 1.9 trillion the vast majority does absolutely nothing to support the American people that pay the taxes in so that they have the ability to use this stuff. Within the STEMI that you're getting is costing you five grand. Like, that's insane. That, like, people don't realize when they, like, dog, have you ever, has, I really wonder how many people look at their FICA and they look at how much money is taken out of their paycheck in a year. And then they look at what they get back. Like, people be so grateful for that shit. It be like, time out, bro. You really deserve more than that. Because they really done got your ass for a lot more than that this year. Dog, people are so used to going in a store, getting a bag of chips, paying that tax on that bag of chips, and thinking nothing of it. When in reality, man, you owe me that back. I need that back. But we're so used to it. We're so used to willingly giving our money. Because low key, if you went in a store and something cost a dollar oh eight, and you and, and the tax is eight cent, and you gave him a dollar, be like, hey man, that eight cent ain't got nothing to do with me. <laughs> like, like why you why you trying to rob, why you trying to steal eight cents from me? I mean, what are you taxing me for? What? Why am I? Why are you? Why are you taxing me to be alive? Like, you're taxing me to be here. Like, that's not fair, dog. Do you understand? Do you understand that you basically get taxed for having a job? You literally, you literally get taxed for having a job. For so being a productive reward, member of society. Damn. The reward for having a job is because you finna pay these taxes. Why? Damn. When you, do you understand that if you're homeless or damn near on the brink of poverty, you're better off in America right now because at the end of the day, you still got access to some of the same shit that your homeboy, your homeboy got this getting $30 an hour. Shit. You could probably have a better apartment or a home than he has. Your, your food, the amount of food you get can be more like, and you ain't paying shit in taxes. And like you just said, if you make a certain amount of money, you're disqualified. And I told y'all, that this current administration is very anti-middle class. The middle class technically was pretty much evaporated after that financial crisis in 2008. Like, that's the overall aim. Eventually, it's going to get to the point of either you're rich or you're poor. It's fucking sick, Jay. And we can't do shit about it. We can't do shit about it. You know, every time I have like this positive feeling about some shit, you come and bring a dark cloud over it. And then when I have a dark cloud feeling about some shit, you come bring the darker cloud over it. Sorry, man. That's 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 all I could do right now, bro. Like the, the reality that I live in is is I, all I, I shake my head every day at the at the wildest shit, bro. Look, for, for instance, like I said, I'm to the point where when I'm reading news headlines, I can't tell if the shit is just a joke or not. All right, 
my man John Shatner, this guy's talking about, I've been working on not saying the N-word for 20 months. Bruh. I first, saw that shit. First of all, for context, who was John Shatner? John Shatner is the founder of Papa John's Pizza. And a couple of years ago, he was heard on he was heard on he was overheard on the conference call saying the word nigga. Don't really understand in what context he said it. I don't know if he had a black homeboy on the phone and he was like, say my nigga. Or if he was just <laughs> mad at somebody that <laughs> he was like, nigga, shut up. I don't know if it was with a hard R, if it was with that slanted A. I don't know. But the fact of the matter is, he clearly listens to a lot of hip-hop music, and he says it's very hard to remove that N-word, that term from his vocabulary, and he's been working on removing that term from his vocabulary for 20 months. People, this man is a billionaire. How did he get to the point of being a billionaire and having a mindset that is so fucking ridiculously stupid? Bruh. Bruh. Make it make sense, dog. Say, coming from a nigga that says nigga a lot, that nigga says nigga a lot. (laughs) 20 months to get nigga out your system? God damn. Rehab don't even last that goddamn long. Shit. My God. My guy, rehab does not last that long. Like, can't, can't you turn At your off. Apple Apple Music from? Like, can't you turn the explicit content off? Where you get, where you get, you know, they they bleep it out, or 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 they 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 do the weird change where they throw in some kind of word that kind of sounds like it but not really like it. Months. You can they didn't give you that jigger jigger that boy jigger like they didn't give you that it's so easily replaceable with the they word didn't give ninja. you winners in Paris <laughs> and then probably his favorite songs too <laughs> I just I don't get it like that is some hardcore racism right there low key like you really gotta hate niggas to be like, <laughs> I hate y'all so much. Y'all finna get this word on a daily basis. Niggas, he literally driving down the street, bro. And it just minding his business. See a black person. And the first thing he think, nigga. nigga. That's the first thing he think. Not black person, not African American, not person of color, nigga. That gotta be his mindset. That's bro, baffling to me. And he came out there looking for sympathy. Like you, you wanted some sympathy. You wanted, you wanted somebody to cape for. He's like, yeah, man, it's hard for me to stop saying nigga. Like, bro, if I gave it an honest opportunity, I could probably stop saying nigga in about three months. About three months, I I could probably stop saying nigga. I've never said nigga at work, ever. So like, touche, touche. Like. I don't like that's that's not something I do. Well, in this current society where we constantly progress, I'm pretty sure people are gonna get to the point where they wanna say nigga in the workplace. But that's something that just for me, you know, although the word means nothing to me, if we being real. Like, I get it. The hard R word comes with its history and all that, but for me, it don't mean anything to me. But the fact that the social rule, there's a social contract out there that is that is to the point where 
if you're basically not a minority, you should always baffled with the fact that Hispanics say it just as much as blacks. So I was always confused by that, and I even heard Asians say it to each other. And I, to that point, when I was around 16, 17, I just didn't care anymore. It was just a word to me. It was a term of endearment. So once again, the word don't mean nothing to me, but at the same time, there is this certain cringe factor that I get when I hear it being said in an improper place. Because I'm a, I try to be a fair person. So if I'm doing something that somebody else can't do because of, you know, the social contract, the rule, the stigma behind it, I just think it's not fair. So I'm not going to be in a room full of white guys just constantly saying nigga. And then turn around and say, well, I can say that word. I'm black. That's, that's not fair. It's just not fair. And, and I, I think we've had this conversation before. They need a word. They need an untouchable word. I don't know what it is, but I feel they need an untouchable word. See, history and mainstream media has made it to where nothing compares to that word. Like, I see, I see Miles Leonard. My, Miles Leonard got in some trouble for, for saying kike, uh, I guess, to a, to a Jewish person or whatever. But no matter, no matter what mainstream media does, it's going to take a long time for that word to really come with that same amount of hate weight that nigger does. If you, you want to talk about person, some old school racism, like God yeah, damn, like, like, really, like seriously, like low key, Miles Leonard might have some Jewish people in his family, and he and he was just on some silly shit. I didn't see the video. I just know my son asked me was like. What Miles Leonard say? He said a uh, anti uh, anti Semitic racial slur. It had to be kike. Like that's what it is. He's talking to an Italian person. He probably said spick. You, you're talking to a uh, an Indian person. You, you might call, you might call him a uh, sand nigga or or curry or some shit like that. It, it, all these motherfuckers have racial slurs you can give them, but the fact of the matter, none of them come with the same amount of weight as nigger with the hard R. It just don't. And with us, I mean, I would say the next closest would probably be faggot. And that's just based on the fact that if you're paying attention to a degree, we're the we're the more protected classes right now. Because I would even say chink and wetback really don't have that much weight. Maybe chink, but you know, come on. Like they got they got more important things going on. These Chinese people out here getting money. They out here. They out here making. They out here making waves in America. Call them chink all you want. Call them. Call them uh, rice baggers all you want. They out here getting money. They call they him Mister Yen at the bank. Dog, I'm telling you, like that's that's. Look, man, if you're really paying attention, these protected classes I'm talking about, especially our community, that type of shit, low key trivia. Like it really is trivial. We got more important things to be worried about. Like saying a word, nigga. Like I said, it has its historical context. It is offensive, but we still on that. Well, we should be addressing the fact that we have people out here that would rather prioritize going to All Star Weekend over paying a bill. Like that's the type of shit we have. That's the type of problem we have in our community. We had a type of shit that where we're scared to go to black events because we might get shot. You know, like people don't talk about the fact that there are numerous black small businesses that shut down due to COVID 
And it's like people out here trying to, they're trying to push for every way to have some form of socialism take place. Like there are people that are waiting. Dog. <laughs> hand in mouth. Now they waiting hand in mouth for these stimmies, bro. These stimmies about to mean the world to them. All the crab legs, bro. All the crab legs. Bro, the the Gulf of Mexico yeah, finna be a wrap. Yeah, Gulf of Mexico gonna be drained. What's it? That shit gonna be beyond meat. Gonna be beyond crab meat after a while. Y'all gonna have this artificial. Y'all gonna have artificial crawfish out here. Look, look. I don't like seafood. That's just me. Any, the only the only seafood I ever eat is usually like if it's a fried version of it. From time to time, I don't knock it, but. Obviously, in a ghost, and it really just feels like it's just starting to become just a trend in general, almost like dudes having dreads. But I understand it's that time of year, it's that cob and potato thing, but it's just no, like no, 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 damn that enough is enough, damn that N- niggas. <laughs> Was eating crawfish no. on Christmas Day, and y'all was eating the miniature crawfish. Y'all was eating, y'all was eating the little people crawfish. I was gonna use the other M word, but since we just had that whole segment about you know words and everything, y'all was eating little people crawfish. Like these crawfish was was fresh. These were the veal level of crawfish. Like they they just got here. These crawfish had to be what six six seven to eight days old. Like damn, y'all already seasoning these little niggas up. <laughs> they ain't let the little niggas bloom. Come on, bro. This Come good. on, man. This crawfish didn't even hit puberty yet. He couldn't even reproduce. <laughs> y'all snatching him up out the water. Bless his heart. Oh, for, for how much meat? Like for real? How much meat you get out of crawfish and crabs, bro? Not, not, not enough for the cost. It, it's a labor <laughs> of love. It's a labor of love. Gotta be. Listen, man. Y'all keep doing what y'all doing. That shit just wild to me, dog. Like every year, like clockwork, like clockwork, bro. And this year is ridiculous, though. Like I swear to God, I can't go a day if I, I see red skin with some with some with some hot red season, hot orange looking seasoning. I'm like, good lord, good lord, not again. That's the type of stuff that literally makes me say, I gotta put social media down for the day because if I see this again, I'm gonna shoot somebody. Bro, the internet be interneting, and it, it was it was internet, and I was like, I was like, damn, I just sent this nigga well something. I said, I'm sending this nigga this shit too, and I was like, let me chill out. The internet, the internet, wild in the day. Dog, it was not this bad a year or two ago, bro. It's bad now. Like, I see some wild shit every day now. Like, I'm like, y'all really out here memeing it up? Like, it's so much content out here now. Like, low key, like, like it's real, it's real live content out here. Like, for real. Like, I don't even have to look at notes no more. I just be thinking this shit. Like, oh, remember that shit? Like, that's how bad it is, bro. I think, like, speaking of speaking of talking about chinks and shit, we really ain't talking about Jeremy Lin. And it's like, Jeremy. Jeremy. We, we touched on Jeremy. We touched on Jeremy. <sighs> we sure did. We sure did. But to bring it back to that, it's like, come on. Look look how look how long it lasted. Because they, not nobody cares. Nobody worry about no, come on, seriously? Coronavirus, dog. <laughs> y'all ain't worried about my, y'all ain't worried about my, Y'all ain't worried about my nigga, Lil Rona. Lil Rona, that's my boy, Lil Rona. So who all, who all, who all, who all over there? Shit. 
sorry for the interruption, but um, instead of putting some hold music or something over this part of the episode, I'm just going to cut it all the way out because the shit we said right here was wild. Like, wild, wild. I mean, y'all not really missing anything, but when I'm going back and listening to it while I'm doing the edits, the shit was wild. So I'm just going to take it all the way out. You know, um, y'all ain't going to counsel us. So, um, yeah, enjoy the rest of the show. Dog. Look, man, I remember Kenya Martin had got on Jeremy Lin ass for having braids and, and cultural appropriate. He said basically it was cultural appropriation, and that's why I brought it up again because I was like, oh, yeah, I had forgot about this shit. I remember we ain't touch on that part. And I was like, it, it is interesting that, you know, we. it's interesting that we're in this. I mean, we've always said this before that, you know, the victimhood mentality is, is, is the wave now. But And then you touch on it with the self-humiliation thing, like, I personally think old girl that got stuck in Atlanta was just on some finesse shit and she probably got herself into a little bind where she needed money. But I'm just trying to figure out if you just needed a basic ticket back home, then you didn't need 1600 bucks. So that's why I was confused. I'm like, you finna give her her plane ticket and some nigga. Like, why did she need that? And that's why I'm telling you like bus. The bus. She'd have been she'd have been washing dishes. She'd have been washing dishes in the strip club in Atlanta before she got any money from me. I don't give a damn. Why are you going somewhere and you're banking on, on unemployment hitting your line? Like, what are you doing? <laughs> how do, how does unemployment bait you? That was my question. How did they how did they bait you? Did they tell you they was gonna give you something and then they didn't give it? Like, how did you how do you get Baited. And why is you wilding for All-Star Weekend on my tax dollars? That's, that's what I'm talking about. They have it easier than us. Nigga, we literally got to work. And they out here turned up. They out here turned up in a U-Haul, bro. In a U-Haul. Listen, they in a U-Haul. <laughs> Because low-key, they couldn't afford a hotel. So they hopped in a U-Haul because they had to turn up. What are you celebrating? You celebrating poverty? Because I just don't get it anymore, dog. Like, I always say shit's a joke, but, like, y'all out here really on some clown shit right now. And it's bothering me, like, every single day. What's it going to be tomorrow? If you was to just take a wild guess, what's, what is it going to be tomorrow, bro? Huh, let's see. Let's see. We've already did Gorilla Glue this year. That's out. Already yeah. did All-Star Weekend. Um, it's, it's back to flipping the stimmy. It's flipping oh, the stimmy. spring break. Oh, spring yeah, break. spring break. Spring break. Stim- the stimmies and spring break hitting at the same time? Bruh. Bruh. I mean, the fact of the matter is, I believe ninety nine percent of the people that win the lotto end up broke. So, oh yeah. And, and we, and we, I'm arguing. I mean, people have argued. Like, people get mad when it's said that if black people were to get reparations, it would pretty much just go back to every other community but ours. And it's sad to say, but it's pretty true, though. Just we're witnessing it. We're seeing it. Like, if you gave us money. What would we do? And we're basically showing you what we would do with 
what, less than 1% of what the reparation should probably be? Because, I mean, if you're really talking reparation, bro, like, boys got to get paid. Boys got to get paid. Like, in, 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 the, the the government is showing you that they could have been gay y'all reparations. Could have been gay y'all reparations. The way they print money, they could have been gay a nigga reparations, bro. But guess what? They don't fuck with niggas? They don't fuck with niggas. John do. Papa John don't fuck with niggas, too. <laughs> but the niggas government love don't. that Papa John's pizza. Bro. Look, oh, since we're at this point, um, if you go to PapaJohns.com and order a large two-topping and use the promo code NIGGAS, you get 20% off. You get 20% off. Bruh, you, bruh, Thank you. Upset, You're bruh. welcome from No Boundaries Podcast. What if that shit really worked, though, bro? <laughs> Boy, John, that boy, John, like shit. That it's been there the whole time, nigga. That's a, that's <laughs> right in front of you. Right in front of you. God, dog. Look, man. I don't want to sound like I'm just like on some black community bashing shit. I really don't care what y'all think. But the fact of the matter is, y'all are seeing this too. Like, this is not funny. It's not funny, dog. Like, dead ass. Like, this is some real shit going on right now. Like, what are we finna do to make this better? Cause I, I don't, I don't know, dog. Like, every, every day, like spring, dog. The fact that spring break is around the corner actually terrifies me. Like, it really terrifies me. Cause like I know, boys finna be out here wilding. What, like, what are we it, on like, week 51, 52? Fifty two. Fifty two. This is week fifty-two of, of of the COVID pandemic. Oh, it's just a, it's just it's just oh it's not it hasn't hit exa- exactly a year yet. It's not a year yet. I, I I think it's I think it's either this week or next week when when we hit oh, a okay. year. Okay, yeah, you saying fifty-two. Look, man, that's probably why they that's probably why uh, North Carolina is staying like it is. They want to make sure that spring break pass before they open Myrtle Beach back up. They know. Oh, see, see, see Myrtle Beach is in South Carolina. South Carolina is wilding. For real? So I think I think I think Myrtle Beach is gonna be nice. Oh wow. I don't know why I thought it was okay, okay. How far are you from Myrtle Beach? About three hours. Oh, okay, okay. What's the it, closest it, beach to you? Uh it's like High Island or something like that, if I'm not mistaken. Like I'm I'm three hours from Myrtle Beach and I'm probably like three and a half hours from Atlanta. What was that? Go ahead, repeat that, man, because you, you, you was breaking up. I'm like you said three, High Island, and then you said what else? I'm like three hours from Myrtle Beach, and I'm like three and a half hours from Atlanta, and like two hours from the mountains. Okay, I feel okay. I keep I keep mixing up your okay your region is okay. That makes sense. That makes sense. All right, all right. You you haven't hiked yet, right? Uh, I, some light hiking, nothing nothing too too major. And not to get off topic, even though we never really on topic. What animals y'all got out there? Shit, nigga. Fuck if I know. I be in the house. <laughs> the fuck? Ass, I'm in the house. Like, 
I got some, I got some, I got some dust bunnies in here. Like, wow! I thought, I thought it would be some peculiar animals. You probably noticed it was like, damn, we ain't got those in Texas. But then again, Texas got some shit, bro. When you think about it, I see possums and skunks every day now. Ever since that winter storm, I've been seeing possums and skunks. Been seeing deers every morning more now. Shit, wild. I don't know. I don't know what what animals are specific to this region. Hmm, makes me uh, kind of wondering now. What about the insects? Yeah, typical. Okay. okay. Like, uh, like, like, I'm not too far north to where I don't get like your regular, you know, mosquitoes and crickets and shit like that. Okay. 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 But yeah, man, yeah, yeah. Like I said, we be all over the place, man. Stick with us real quick, man, because I was gonna say something. But um, I believe John alone. Let's let's talk about Burger King since we on fast food restaurants technically. Uh, oh, oh, is this our transition into International Women's Day? What is because that? according to Burger King, women belong in the kitchen. I'm not familiar with that. What did you say? International what? International Women's Day. Oh, so that's why Burger King woke up and chose violence? That's why Burger King woke up and chose the most <laughs> hardcore of all violence. <laughs> whoever whoever was running the social media account was just so out of touch. No, 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 no. Whoever woke up and, and listen, listen, they, they woke up and chose violence. And I guarantee you, Jay, they sick of them. And you know what I mean? They fucking sick of them. <laughs> and they just, it was that time. It was like, you know what? I, I'm going to get on their ass. And it's the best time to do it. And I and I totally understand it now. Take a shot and over I the bow. And I ain't mad at them. You say what? Just take a shot shot over the bow, see how it goes. Straight up, bro. Oh, well, man. I like the way he... On some serious stuff, though. I like the way they cleaned it up, though, with the culinary thing, but I was really shocked to learn that only 20% of chefs are women. Yeah. That was interesting to me. Not gonna lie. Like, I saw all the bullshit. I laughed. I ain't gonna lie. I laughed. It's an attention getter. It's like running somewhere and sitting, running, yelling dick or saying sex. <laughs> but only 20% of chef being women is kind of why that intro that we chose today kind of came to mind. And I, I don't know the history of chefs, but when it comes to like the arts field, and I kind of culinary arts. That's an art, yeah. I always, yeah. I always think that it's pretty, it's either 50-50 or definitely more dominated by women. I was thinking that for a long time. And I just, and, and, I, and I haven't had a chance to really look at historically, has it been a downtrend or has it always been like that? And that changes, and I guarantee a lot of people overlook that shit. But that makes you, that makes me really think, okay, my question to you is, out of most most of your favorite restaurants that you've been to in your life, have you 
noticed that it's pretty much been male chefs? And, 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 and when you noticed it, did you tell yourself, well, I prefer male chefs anyway because when I went somewhere and I had a woman as a chef, it wasn't that good. Like, have you ever had a chance to even compare or has it always just been male chefs? Honestly, I don't think I've ever really noticed. And I'm, I'm sitting here wild. and I'm, I'm thinking, I'm like, and I, and I go to thinking about the cooking shows. Like, you know, you think of your, your Irma Lagasse's, your Bobby Flay's, your Mario, what is it? Mario Batoli. I, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm not familiar with flex the Italians. on them. Flex on them. I don't know what you're talking about. But but, but then at the same time, it's like, uh, but you got the Paula Deans and the Pioneer Woman's and the Barefoot Contessa and like. So to me, I would think Ice that Curry? it's. So to me, I would think that it's 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 more balanced. That's what I would think, but. Yeah, to find out that it's only 20% was, was very shocking to me. Switch over. And the reason I think that it has to be a downward trend because I know for a fact that to an extent in the school system it's a downward trend because I was reading something the other day that said like in the 30s and 40s up until about like maybe the 60s before, you know, the culture kind of changed. Schools were mostly male dominated. Te- the teacher staffs were mostly male dominated for a long time, and and you can see now that you know public education for the most part, from K through at least eight, is pretty much dominated by women. And then when you get to college, it probably you know evens itself out a little bit more. But for the most part, as far as staff goes, it's the ratio to uh to from. From male professors to female professors is probably still really lopsided. Like, if you're really paying attention, even in the schools, a lot of schools you go to, man, the the ratio from from female to male is like sixteen to one. Yeah. In a lot of places, I want to say no. I want to say is uh, isn't Chapel uh isn't uh UNC isn't that like one of the most female dominated colleges in in on if I'm not mistaken, it is. Why are you laughing? Look, my nigga, just because I live in North Carolina does not mean I'm everything North Carolina. I know how to get to Chapel Hill. I don't know nothing else about Chapel Hill. Look, bro. It was a big it was a big ass rape case that happened out there too. So yep. anyways. Nope. I think it was on wasn't it on the hunting ground? Wasn't on that? Yeah, that was on the hunting ground. Yeah. And if you still haven't seen the hunting ground yet, you, you gotta check it out. I mean I feel Is like it's it still on Netflix? Bit, uh, it I'm probably sure. is. It probably is. It's a little sensationalized, but it's. I feel like some of the stuff on there, I figured out that it were, they were lies, but it's still interesting because it's funny, man. When I was on when I was on the IG live the other day, I remember um, we basically was talking about about dating, right? I don't know mm-hmm. if you got a chance to hear any of it. Like I said, the shit was pretty long. Shout out to Instagram for being a bitch ass nigga, but at the same time letting us go for almost. Wait, Instagram niggas too? God damn. Fuck Instagram, man. I really get tired of seeing the COVID-19 warnings on my fucking post. Like, we fucking get it. You don't want us spreading the truth. We get it. But we still finna go in our bag and spread the truth because y'all on that bullshit. Y'all just want everybody to go out here and and, and 
uh, with no knowledge get vaccinated, thinking they're doing the right thing. That's some bullshit. People need to be critical thinkers. Now more than ever, people need to think for themselves because the reason we are in the situation we are in right now across the globe is because a bunch of people sitting back, letting their governments make decisions for them, and now we shit out of luck in a lot of places, and you got, what, 30, 40, 50 million people unemployed sitting here waiting on unemployment and stimulus checks that are coming three or four months too late? Man, come on, man. When you talk about, they say half of, like, I think they said like 75, like 75,000 people in like one area of New York are, are facing eviction. Like, like what y'all doing? Y'all basically just squatting now? Like, what's going on? Y'all I mean, I mean, at that point, it's kind of like, you got to make me. Come make me. I got nothing y'all else to lose. Like Mainstream media want to talk about Meghan Markle and Harry Hoas. Ho- we Excuse don't me. Hoas Harry? He, he, I don't give a fuck about him. I don't give a fuck you're not going to you're not a victim when you run away from the royal family. Like I don't care. Like you know, <laughs> Ooh, you money privilege, get off me. Ooh. You, you and I'm not even gonna slander Princess Diana, but at the end of the day, if you knew about Princess Diana then, why are you bringing somebody into this when you knew what your mama went through? You act like you just figured out your parents was racist yesterday. Like what are you doing? You married this black woman on purpose and you brought her into this fucked up situation? Are you an idiot? Anyways, you know y'all. You know y'all was in the palace eating Papa John's pizza, slanging that nigga LeBron can ball. Like I know y'all know this stuff was happening. So it was like you know, and there's there's a across across the world there are families that have that one person that marries that one person that you know brings out the true colors of your family. Whether it be the black person that marries the white person, or the white person marries the black person, the black person marries the Indian, whatever, what have you. There's always a family across the world that has that one person that, that crosses the line, and then it brings out the family's true colors. Just take one bigot. That's all it takes is one bigot. Look, man. I'm getting tired of the face of somebody being slandered for their race being somebody that damn near barely passed for black. That shit getting old to me, bro. Because if you ain't tell me Meghan Markle, if you, I had to be told Meghan Markle was black. I ain't gonna lie to you. I did not know she was black for a long time. So when I figured out she was black, I'm like, oh, okay. Like, I felt like if anything, he chose the right woman that was gonna slide by and be able to pass as white, low key. And I don't believe a word of what they say. And if y'all still, after what Oprah Winfrey did to Michael Jackson, after what after what her and, and Gail basically said about Kobe, if y'all still being entertained by Oprah Winfrey, and what and what she didn't say about Harvey, dog, what they not basically saying about Epstein or Prince Andrew. You're not. You ain't gonna talk about the, the the governor of New York with all his scandal his scandals going on right now. This dude killed thousands of people in a nursing home, and they're trying to cover. He killed thousands of people in a nursing home, and they like, you know what? We cannot do any. We cannot have anything making a Democrat party look bad. We'd rather make. We'd rather paint this man as a sexual harasser, rapist. That is how bad it is. 
just so they can make his keep his image somewhat decent when it in regards to COVID. But at the end of the day, I'm not stupid. Jay not stupid. Who y'all trying to fool? Y'all basically trying to fool people that really don't want to know the truth anyway. Because one thing I'm learning more and more is it ain't even that. I re- I'm really getting to the point that the truth hurts people so much that that's why they turn a blind eye to it. They do not want the truth. People do not want the truth anymore. They want to be lied to. They want to be lied to. They, they like to live in this ignorance is bliss stage. And it's and as long as you can run from the truth, you run. People are just running from the truth. But eventually it catches up to you. Father time, the truth, both undefeated. And like you say, karma has no expiration date. Eventually your just dues are going to arrive. Without a doubt. Without a doubt. And look, man. I want to circle back real quick. We were talking about ladies and basically talking about the intro. But um I do find the interest an interesting phenomenon that in a sense when you think about it, and I'm saying as, as we was talking, it's crazy, my mind was just going all sorts of ways. I'm like, damn, even when you think about it, when you go barbecue, who be the person over the pit? Well, if you come to if you come to my mom's house, she she running the pit. Okay, okay. Would, would your would your mama fit the fit the um, fit the characteristics of the of the intro of our show? And I'm not trying to be funny. Do you find your mama to be a lot tougher than than your than your typical woman? Yes, I do. Actually. It, yeah, I do. Okay. Look, man, I was in the gym this morning, and and and, and like I said, just thinking about this phenomenon. And, and for y'all that listen to the intro, that, that song is from 1926. So this phenomenon is not something that is is new. Um, I think that in the back of every woman's mind at some point in her life, she needs to defy the odds of what gender norms are. And I think I think men now more than ever are doing that as well. So when I sit here and think to myself, like, man, like it kind of makes sense that you have more men wanting to go all out and cook because it's like they wanted to masculinize the form, the art form of cooking. Like you don't have to be a woman to cook. You don't need to be a woman to be in the kitchen. Anybody can be in the kitchen. And that means a lot. And I mean, your mom was probably one of those people that noticed that growing up it was like, and that ain't gotta be the one on the pit. Like shit, I can get on this mug too. I'm willing to learn. Like yeah. it's it's and 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 to once to tie it back into the IG Live, like there's so many moments in there where I was realizing like people try to elasticize gender norms. Like they try to they try to take certain parts of what is a gender norm is, fit their narrative and then twist it around some other way to put it around the man again and put it around the woman again. And just within that whole conversation, I'm just like, in the end, bruh, we just got a lot of people that are constantly trying to defy the odds of what the gender norms are. And that's starting to become their identity when it really shouldn't be. The whole, in my opinion, everybody's been asked this question before. I'm pretty sure if people have asked you, Jay, what do you think the meaning of life is? 
And nobody really has an answer to that. But when I think about the way people live now, it just gets me to thinking, like, I can't tell you the meaning of life, but I can tell you one thing is for sure. The meaning of life is not to prove shit to anybody. There is no point of you living a life where you constantly feel like you got to go against the odds. Like, do you. Like, I mean, I was working out the other day with this with this, uh, with this this group, and one of, the, one, of the, one of the people in the group was a chick, and, like, she's fucking strong. And at the same time, like, I wanted to ask her so bad, like, you know, like, what's, what drives you to do this? And, you know, obviously, you know, she had a background in playing basketball, running track, and I'm like, that's cool. And I'm like, I'm glad that it's just a, a motivation and a desire, and it's not, like, to prove something. And I think that when you get off on that track of constantly trying to prove stuff and convince people that you're happy or prove people you can be as strong as a boy, like, who cares? I mean, and we say that a lot here on No Boundaries. Like, low-key need to get that on a shirt, bro. Who cares? <laughs> because it's it's like, because we always ask, who are you doing it for? Who are you doing it for? Because, uh, and I mentioned this to you, like, when people... You know, and I'm gonna just say Instagram fit chicks when they achieve a certain a certain form or a certain shape, they they become these motivational speakers and and say, you know, well, you know, I, I breathe in confidence and and you know I, I excel empowerment and all these other things, and it's like that's great. I'm 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 happy for you, but at the same time, I can sit on the couch and I can eat these Cheetos. And I can breathe in confidence and excel empowerment, and I don't have to tell anybody. Because for me, when you're telling people, I question who are you doing it for? Hey, I'm doing it for the little girl that didn't have confidence. I'm doing it for, you know, the woman that's overweight and then went through a breakup, and now she's trying to get back, and, you know, I'm showing her that I did it so you can do it too. Are and you I, really? That's what are I say. Really? That's what I say because... People will say, oh, well, shit, Jay-Z sold drugs and now he a billionaire, so maybe I can sell drugs and then I can, and, you know, I can do it too. Can you? Can you? <laughs> gotta, gotta hit it with that high pitch. Can you? Like, can you? Really? Uh, and, like, and, and, and of course, I understand there's, there's, a, there's a difference between selling drugs and becoming a billionaire and hitting the gym five days a week and eating consistently. One is a lot easier than the other. And, you know, I, I, I understand that, you know, it is, it is easier to go get a brick. I, I get that. <laughs> and it's probably more difficult to go to the gym five days a week and eat right, especially in this day and age. But at the same time, who are you doing it for? And, and, and I, I, I applaud people who are proud of themselves. Don't get me wrong. I applaud you all day long. Hey, I, I be proud of you regardless of what you do, whether it was just making it through the day without crying or you went in there and you benched 250 pounds for the first time. Be proud of you. But at the same time, like you said, this strong ass nigga, like you, like I said, you know, <laughs> do it for yourself. You, who are you fucking Tiger Woods? God damn. <laughs> but it's like, to me, to me, I feel, I feel the, the, um, the more more of an accomplishment more confidence when i just do it for myself like sometimes i just look i just wake up i walk in my living room and i see this, this these material things that i've gotten and i was like man i'm proud of myself but then i sometimes i'll sit there and i'll think and i'll be in my thoughts and man's like i gotta get my mental game in check and that's what i need to work on now i can do the material all day long but where am i at mentally again where am i at physically 
how do I get those things to where I'm at levels where I'm proud of that too? Because I'm not coming out here and saying, hey, you know, this is a suicidal cry for help. And, you know, if you order a large one topping pizza from Papa John's and use the promo code nigger, you'll get 20% off. I'm not saying that all the time. You know, but, but you know, where, where we're at in life where, where people are, are I want to say fantasizing mental health fantasizing physical health. Even after you go get a tummy tuck, you know, you start selling flat tummy tea and, and try to make it make sense. But the thing is, who are you doing it for? I told my, I told somebody the other day, man, discipline tells me everything you need to know about a person. It tells me everything I need to know about a person. Like, I value discipline. And I, I feel like people be trying to be fly, but like I be peeping people. Like you say it's hard for somebody to go to the gym five days a week and, and eat right. But crab leg season come around, crawfish season come around. That shit is fairly consistent. They're disciplined enough to realize, okay, it's time to eat crawfish every day and, and, and turn up during crawfish season. I can go to Sunday fun day every Sunday. Like, you know, like you do what you want to do. Like that's a, to me, that's a, that's a, that's a, these modern women, that's they go to line with like if if you want you really want you're gonna make time for it you really want a nice body you're gonna make time for it you really want a better life you're gonna make time for it you really want to pass that test you're gonna make time for it you really want to you know get to the point where you're running that mile you're gonna make time for it like you, you let's be consistent with our thoughts here and look i don't mind you know these insta instagram models you know trying to motivate people but like let's be for real like most people that consistently lift weights and they going out there and they getting it, like I have my moments where I'm like, you know, dang, I wish I could have somebody there to motivate me. But the reality is, man, don't nobody wake up with five, nobody wake up at four thirty a.m. with me. I can do that shit by myself. Like, like that's what I'm making time for. That's what I want to do. You know, like, I mean, low key, I, I get tired of the excuses. So yeah, they out there trying to say they trying to motivate somebody, but the reality is. They really you a lot of times you're not really motivating anybody. A lot of times they just they kind of you make people feel like shit really when you're getting out there. You're showing your flat stomach. You're showing you're showing your arms off. You're showing your your natural ass that might be nice. Them girls and them little girls that don't have that, they going to get butt lifts now. They going to get surgery. So how much motivation y'all really really y'all how much motivation y'all really doing? Like especially when you go back and you delete those before pics. <sighs> I mean, the transformation picks might be motivated, but once again, like, some of y'all be lying. Like, I I've been peeping the game for a long time. Like, and there'd be a lot of dudes out there lying, too. Like, it's a lot of weird stuff that go behind the scenes with all these influences and stuff. Like, like y'all see, it was a lot of influences out there living in U-Haul trucks, doing, turning up in U-Haul trucks in All-Star. Because a lot of these influences don't have, these influences don't have money like y'all think they have. They're not living these lifestyles like you think they, like you think they are. Like, some of these people are, some of them being pimped. Just, just, that's just the reality of it. Like, a lot of this shit five, ten years from now gonna come to light and y'all gonna be sitting here thinking like, damn, like, no boundary podcast, boy said it. And we ain't the only one saying it. It's being said, like, people know what's going on. You just gotta have the balls to say it. And like, and I ain't knocking these influencers, like, I think a lot of them get are dumb. your motherfucking think, money. Yeah, do what you do. But the fact of the matter is, 
shit, Michael Jackson, when he died, he was he was half a million, he was a half a billion dollars in debt. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> He's trying to get up out of here low key. Let that sink in. Let that sink in, bro. I mean, a lot, of, a lot of y'all get this little money. Y'all end up like MC Hammer as soon as the shit, as soon as all these trends and these waves die down and crash. A lot of y'all gonna end up like MC Hammer. A lot of y'all gonna end up like Michael, uh, like Michael Jackson. Like that's just the reality of it. And y'all ain't even seeing the type of money they seen or they was seeing. And once again, this inflation. I don't wish this inflation on anybody, but everybody know that it's gonna be a big old stock bar, stock market bubble that's gonna bust. That month in the burst. People know the feds just cannot be printing money like that. Bruh. You, 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 you look and laugh at Venezuela talking about you can get, you know, a million dollars for the equivalent of 50 cent American. Give it time. My God. Give it time. What did Denzel time. say? What Denzel say about um on Remember the Titans? They say, Coach, your playbook only has six plays. It's just like Novocaine. Give it time. It always works. Look, y'all think I'm just out here just trying to flex, you know, the little knowledge that I have. Like, it's people out there walking around way smarter than me. I feel like some of the stuff that me and you talk about is pretty basic. But y'all, y'all have a chance, man. Y'all need to look at, you know, what happened in Venezuela and why they are where they are. Y'all need to look at what happened in Zimbabwe and figure out where they are, why they are where they are. But when I hear if you got 50 cent and you go to Venezuela, you basically a millionaire, that lets me know right off the bat that a loaf of bread I think costs 10 grand. Like, <laughs> that let me know right off the bat, boy, was getting gas out there? Oh, shit. You filling up on a couple thousand. Like that's just how that's just the reality of it out there. Like that's how that's how the currency works. Like there really is no value to money, but at the end of the day, the supply and demand has to be met. And we're printing out all this money frivolously due to the fact that our government was the one that decided, you know, the best cause of action was to have everybody sit at home. And I'm gonna say it again, the only reason they were so comfortable to do that was because we have so many ways of communicating that doesn't require us to be face-to-face. If we had this same thing happen in 2003, which it did, they're not doing that because you can't work from home like you, like you can today. Kids can't do virtual learning in 2002, 2003 like they can do in 2021. All of this in... For all of y'all on the blue side or the red side, you can say whatever you want. But the reality is and everything that transpired in the last year was all political. And when you allow things like that to happen once, you best believe it's going to happen again because that's the blueprint. Effortlessly. It's the blueprint. Now they're just going to try to perfect it. That's all they're going to do. That's all they're gonna do. And for all y'all worried about, you know, the mask mandate being left, you know, lifted in Texas, like y'all could, y'all could, y'all have to, specifically y'all Texans. First of all, y'all gotta stop fronting, like, like that meme you sent me. Like, come on, man, y'all be fronting like y'all don't be out here like I be out here. Like, we wearing masks in stores and we wearing masks when we walk in places. We taking them hoes off just like any other place. Like, stop it. Y'all don't care about masks like that. So for all y'all out there outside of Texas, worried about Texans. Trust me. Trust me. We good. 
We good. We, and if we, you we, scared, we to... stay home. Bruh, it really is that simple, man. It really is that simple, dog. Like, I, once again, I think the death of us is going to be the fact that motherfuckers don't read. All people do is read headlines. People are allowing some of the, the biggest liars in history to feed them information. One thing that I've realized through all this, and, and the older I get, man, and this is my advice for young people out there. Yeah, respect respect people in higher positions than you. Respect people that worked harder work hard to get to certain positions like being a top doctor or a nursing manager or being a project manager at your job. Yeah, respect those people. But please, 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 please realize some of those people are idiots too. Like for real, for real idiots. Like <laughs> some people are some people be good at one thing. I'm serious. Bro. Street smarts and book smarts and common sense are all three different things. My God, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I be talking to people and I be like, damn, that's what you do for a living? And I be sitting here like, man, you you kind of dumb. Like, but you watch them do their job and you be like, oh, okay, you could do your job. But outside of that, like carrying a conversation with you, you're dumb. Like, I be texting people that like, I'm like, you you think you a grandma Nazi, Jay? Man, I text some people that are higher up that my goodness you'd be you'd, you'd want to correct them and, and if they was your boss you'd end up losing your job because you'd be like sir sir that word is not spelled that way one of <laughs> one of the ones that annoys me the work the most is you're welcome instead of the you are yes man and i'll just be sitting there like my goodness you have a degree sir you are at a high level position you gotta understand that that word needs an apostrophe and another and an and an e in there, please, please. No, no, you gotta understand that if you don't know, just say you are welcome. It's not hard, people. It's not hard. But anyways, look, man, America, I'm talking to you. Are y'all okay? Cause I don't think y'all are. <laughs> y'all voted this man into the White House, and this dude don't know where he at half the time. <laughs> this nigga, this, this nigga dog out here biting people, <laughs> bro. That nigga out here wild, bro. Had that nigga been in there forty five days yet, bro? Say man, say man. Boy, y'all thought y'all was going to get $15 minimum wage, dog. This nigga finesse. <laughs> Biden is the finesse king, bro. Officially. <sighs> he up there, bro. I mean, it's, it's it's these campaign lies that you get. Hey, and then he did. Wait, okay. He's a different level of finesse king because he finessed you, got his position, and then he just went back and told you no. High key. You signing? Oh yeah, you gonna wave wave these these student loan? I'm not. You can go to community college for free, maybe, maybe a state school, but she is a community college. A person of color or so and so, and I know a bunch of y'all white liberals is out there campaigning for Biden. Y'all ain't getting nothing. 
Better go marry a black man. Hope your family <laughs> accept him. I mean, look, man, all jokes aside, no matter what, like, we all knew this was going to happen. But we like to play into these games based on the fact that we have this optimism that is pretty much a dangerous optimism, basically. Like, we, we, we like to we like to basically positively think our way into naivety and it's, it's baffling. Um, it's very baffling dog. Uh, but, um, I don't want to get into politics like that because I mean, at this point we all know politics is political. It's just political theater. It's a joke. It's a circus and people aren't really paying attention anyway. I think, post about politics right now they get swiped past so fast because they don't care no more it ain't it ain't it ain't as funny no anymore because it's it's not trump you can't laugh at trump it's like damn i voted for this guy so i can't laugh at what i what i chose like it's kind of hard honestly i seen joe i I seen joe biden on tv the other day and i was like oh yeah that's right this is the president now i had forgot already like it, it I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm trying to see. Trying to see what Greg Abbott and 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 Ted Cruz got going on. For my grandma go down there and get on both their motherfucking ass. Uh, them boys wilding, man. Them boys out here wilding. They the tag team champions uh, of Texas, bro. No, they ain't, man. Them boys, (laughs) they definitely finna be. They they done after this. This this they last turn. They this they last turn. I I don't see them winning again. Cause we got so many Californians coming out here, dog. Like for real, like they coming out here, and they Fuck finna turn be this blue. whole. They finna turn this whole blue, nigga. I think, like I said, Texas ain't been blue in like forty years, fifty years, some shit. And this whole finna go blue. Rest in peace to Nip. Look, man. The one more thing I wanted to say, man, about the whole feminine masculine dynamic. I really hate that both have taken on like negative stereotypes in a way when you see him being embraced by, you know, an individual that you think shouldn't be embracing that. Um, Because like I said, it's pretty dope to know that 80% of chefs out there are cooks. And when you just sit back and think about it, like, damn. Wait, what? 80% of chefs are cooks? What? Man, I'm drunk. 80% of males, 80% of chefs are males. That's, That's pretty dope to, uh, to realize, and it's interesting because it's not celebrated, and that's 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 funny to me, and it just kind of makes me want to dig a little bit more and just figure out what's going on because like, me and Jay don't talk about this a lot, but like, it's kind of baffling how many women are out there molesting kids in the school field, and that shit really doesn't get enough play like it should, and and, and even to a fault. I have glorified it. Dark humor, but you know if that was your son, it wouldn't be funny. No, not at all, no. And we really laugh at the fact that these women are attractive and it makes you it makes you really want to dig into their psyche on like, you're an attractive 32, 33-year-old woman. Why are you, why are you raping this 14-year-old? And I mean, when I say that this is happening a lot, a lot... It's very disturbing that mainstream media doesn't like mainstream media may have a blip about it, 
And if you don't follow the story, you won't know anything about it. And that's wild to me. I mean, I just always, I always want to talk about it on the show, but it's like, you know, we're saying International Women's Day and everybody's, you know, empowering women these days and celebrating women. And I don't knock any of that. But I still think that we're coming to a point in society where, and I talked about it on IG Live because I said that there's a gender war going on and men are definitely losing. Men are losing due to the fact that, like I've told you before, they're trying to fight a battle on a playing field that's not for them. And that battlefield is social media. Social media is not for men. Social media is for women. Everything about social media is really, it really comes with a more feminine aspect. And think, I mean, the proof is in the pudding when a girl gets stuck in Atlanta and she can pretty much raise big, money. Big based on way the fact home. That, yeah. I mean, it's proof in the pudding when a, when a woman, a well-known woman could cheat on a, a basically a billionaire husband and it's basically just turned into a joke and she really she ever she never really has to face the consequences for her actions like we're getting to a point where it's getting real unfair out here and that's why i do think that's why i say the things that i say because i'm just trying to bring that balance back i think that we all laugh about it but the fact of the matter is it's gonna it's not gonna be funny in the end like like i said i start watching hands made tell and I'm sitting here like, in reality, what happened on Handmaid's Tale will never happen. If anything, that would happen to men first, with the way we, <laughs> with the way things are going. Real talk. <laughs> we would be just bust down to use for reproduction, and that's it. That's it. Straight up. And we and we we sign our rights wide awake because we be on some white knight cuck shit, trying to please women. And like I said, I just feel like it's a it's, it comes to a point where we realize we need to all realize that both genders, we're human, we're flawed. Neither one of us are perfect. If you go empower one by having this international woman, let's be one make International Men's Day just as mainstream because these corporations turned up the other day, you know, across the board, like across the board. Yeah, I laugh about it, like. I'm getting messages on my phone about it. Like, and I'm sitting here like, you know, like I said, I'm laughing about it, act like I don't know what it is. But the fact of the matter is like, you couldn't, you couldn't, you couldn't ignore this shit. I'm getting messages from Snapchat, Instagram, everywhere I'm going. But I'm like, once again, when men's day come around, it's like men, men have everything. Yeah, you're right. You're right. All right. That's cool. <laughs> That's cool. That's cool. Right. <laughs> That's that's a bit. Remember, remember men don't why. deserve anything. We don't deserve anything because we've had everything for so long that we don't deserve anything now. Let's do you know. I don't know what men they're talking about, but <laughs> I, work, I, work, you know I'm saying? I work for mine. You know, like I said, on the, on the IG Live, man, it was some real eye opening things that I ain't never heard before. But like I said, it, it, one of, it was some things that I take away from there that the, the, the main takeaway I got from there was basically what you just said. Men don't really deserve much, and whatever whatever a man whatever a man wants, he needs to work his ass off for it. And it's like, you ain't gonna get that from me. And I really, I really, I really wish. I, I'm thankful for all the dudes out there that I know that have like good girlfriend and good wives on their side. I feel like they lucked up, because the reality is, like after having that conversation, I'm just like, 
if more women are walking around with their mentality, man, it's it's going to get tougher. And, t- and I'm not saying that that's a bad mentality to have, but that mentality is very um, antagonizing. It's very uh, it's not productive. And if we're if we're if everybody is em- starting to embrace this counterproductive mentality in regards to in regards to the masculine feminine dynamic coming together and actually, you know, making something that matters, then the future is, is very bleak. The future is very bleak. I, I personally think that this, this current culture that we're in is very anti-family. And it, it and it's kind of funny to me because I saw Lil Nas X, Lil Nas X, that uh, that weirdo. He was like <laughs> I say that too. He was like on some yeah, he was on some um what is he, he what did he say about marriage? He he says he says everybody enjoys weddings but hate marriage. We should normalize um, weddings without the attachments. Basically, paraphrasing. Look, man, I'm not. Look, I'm gonna just go ahead and get into words of advice, man. <laughs> you brought it up. Yeah, I, I just got mad. I just... Nigga, just have a party, bro. Just have a party. Normalize weddings. Just have a party. Normalize parties. That nigga just wanna run around in a white dress. That's why he that's why he okay. talking about that. Look, man. Y'all got my words of advice, man. Y'all gotta unfollow these people, bro. These people with blue checks, man. These people that just that have this social media clout just based out the fact that they're fucking clowns and idiots. I mean, y'all gotta unfollow these people. I'm telling you. They are not good. Have your very, very, very small select few that, alright, they cool, but a lot of that shit is really cap. It's mostly cap, cause a lot of these people ain't living like that. But for sure, man, y'all gotta start unfollowing these influencers and these models, cause I guarantee you, y'all are not being motivated by these people, and they're not. None of a lot of that shit is not even mentally stimulating. So, little Nas X, you're an idiot, and. At the same time, I'm pretty sure that you're going to have a bunch of yes men on your side that agree with you and say, yeah, you're right, just so you can go put your white dress on, but you're an idiot, and I don't even know what you're trying to say. But uh, that's that on that. My words of advice, this is actually something that I heard uh, Steph Curry say, uh, I want to say it was sometime after the All-Star game or whatever. And it, and I, it, you know, it, 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 it carried a little weight for me when I heard it. And it, it, you know, hopefully it motivates some other people. But he said, I have nothing to prove, and but I still have a lot to accomplish. Again, I say, I have I nothing to prove, but I still have a lot to accomplish. Why do you and feel it, like that, though? Because, uh, just to harken back to our earlier conversation, who are you doing it for? If you're doing it for somebody else, you got a lot to prove. If you're doing it for yourself, you just got a lot to accomplish and nothing to prove. And I feel like I got nothing to prove, but I do have some things that I still want to accomplish. I like that. And also, like if you that. order a large three-topping pizza from Papa John's and use the... Oh. Shout out to John Shatner. You're another idiot. He said, <laughs> "Shout out." He's shouting out idiots. 
I mean, that's the that's the new wave, man. Just do something real stupid, say something stupid, and you're gonna get a whole headline. I'm sick of it. Headlines it's like Burger King. I like Burger King. I woke up. I'm sick of them. <laughs> this, is, this is what I'm, and this is how I'm gonna handle it. But look, man, y'all already know, man. If y'all listening on SoundCloud, go ahead, drop a comment, and if you want to. Go ahead and leave some suggestions for some topics you might want us to cover. Um, you know, if you're if you're on Apple, don't forget to rate us. Hopefully, it's a five star because if it's not a four star, I'm gonna think you're hating. Um, <laughs> plagiarizing Bo Money because I can do that. Uh, remember, you know, always if you're on Spotify, we don't know what you do on Spotify, but whatever it is you do on Spotify, go ahead and do that. Google got some shit going on. We might be on there, we might not be on there, but it is what it is. Either way, it's always a joy and a pleasure to come to this microphone and talk nonsense. Next is week, it? I think we're... Is it? <laughs> Are you really? Look, next week we have a guest coming on. We, we probably should have had the guest on this week, but, you know, how schedules align, it is what it is. But, um... I guarantee you it's going to be a good episode and, you know, just in advance, I'm going to go ahead and say thank you and you're welcome. And with that being said, this has been the most glorious No Boundaries podcast. Thank you for listening. But ever since the dawn of civilization, people have craved for an understanding of the underlying order of the world. There ought to be something very special about the boundary conditions of the universe. And what can be more special than that there is no boundary?